Podcast here on uh, June 17th, 2020. Year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, why did you say 2020 like that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea why. You know, it's one of these things where, like, back in school, back in school, I used to dream about this Back every in school, day. we used to no. dream about this uh, every day. Back in school, you would write the date all the time, and so you always remember what the date was. But now the only time I remember what the hell day it is or what year it is is when I'm saying it at the beginning of the show. So if I do it in what a dramatic fashion, what the hell fashion, day it is, it'll be more memorable. Anyway, June 17th, 2020, it's a Wednesday night, a mere four days away from the annual celebration that is the birth of yours truly, your lead host, Scott. Of the profile, Scott and Tom. Lead host. Both alphabetically and in your hearts. So, <laughs> um, But I wanted to start with something, as I mentioned moments ago to you, Todd, something I thought about in the shower. And yes. contrary to popular belief, it was not cleaning my balls. It wasn't even while I was cleaning my balls. Um, <laughs> it was at a different time during my shower routine. But it was the fact that here we are, my birthday, yes. obviously, as well as just being my birthday, is the first day of the of summer, longest day of the year. The Summertime. something equinox, vernal equinox, so, summer, so, I don't know, some equinox. Summer so, solstice. It's not summer solstice. There we go. Whatever. I thought we'd talk about our favorite summer memories. This could be from childhood. This could be from adulthood. This could be from anywhere hood, from any hood that we lived in growing up or that you live in now. What are your favorite summer memories? And then, this is, I'm saying all this to give you a chance to talk because I have to eat my dinner. And then, no, 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 also, you can't drop this shit on me. You didn't warn me about this. I don't. I will talk prepared. as well. I'll talk as well. But you know how you get. It's like if I say Dame Lillard, I have eight <laughs> minutes where I can eat my eat my food. My food. Well, you got to start tonight because I. All right, fine. I'll start. This. So talk about your favorite summer Sorry, memories, what, and then I want you to talk the, about. And then. You said, and then. What? Oh, and then I want to hear you talk about things that you were doing with your daughters to create kind of summer traditions. One of them we just talked about moments ago before we started recording. I'm assuming that's at least one of them. But if you had anything else that you and you and the wife were doing. So I'll start just a random summer thing for me. And I'm saying this specifically because I don't keep my house at the same temperature. One of my favorite parts about summer, whether it was at home growing up or at the beach house, or not the beach house, the condo we used to go to at the beach, I feel like this happened a lot, was on super hot days when you come inside and the air conditioning is down to like 68 degrees and just feeling that rush of cool, cold air over your body and just that feeling of, I know it's 95 outside with 95% humidity, but I'm going to put a sweatshirt on because I'm so cold in this air-conditioned location in which I sit. That's one I of the do best. I remember many feeling. sweatshirts, especially for sure. Post pool, I feel like I had a sweatshirt that was um, sort of like one of those uh, ringer tees, almost. It had, I think it was a white body and black sleeved sweatshirt that I always used to put on. What? Particularly after coming up, that I always used to come in like after swimming. So when you come in from the pool, we had a pool at our house, um, and you're wet, and you you dry off, but you're still damp or whatever. Putting a sweatshirt on, I definitely remember doing that because the house was fucking freezing. 
How long ago was this? I don't know. I was like 10, maybe. Okay. That's why I don't remember that. I have no recollection of it. <laughs> I, mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, switch. I don't know if I that, were, that was the actual colors, but that's my memory. Again, this was quite some time ago. Back in the late 70s. So, yeah. Um... No, it's not in the <laughs> 70s, you asshole. <laughs> no, in the 80s. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember doing it at, at home necessarily because I feel like our father would have kept the thermostat relatively high in the summer. Not like in the high 60s, like more in the mid 70s, if not higher, just to save on electricity. That feels like an accurate Yeah, but state. when it's 125 degrees outside and you come inside and it's 74 or something, it still At feels chilly. At no point in your life have you ever lived anywhere where it's 125 degrees outside. There are places uh, in there. Bullshit. Heat index of South Carolina was definitely okay. close to 125. Or it certainly felt like it. You know, that fucking humidity. Ugh, God, it's the asshole of the world. The weather was not great. I remember actually, it was either the day before or maybe the morning of your wedding in late August. Good call. Was incredibly, incredibly hot and humid. Nope, not my my wedding was very comfortable. Because it rained shortly before. It dropped like 15, 20 degrees. I think it was the weekend before or something. Like I, I was I was dying. Maybe it was the rehearsal yes, dinner. I don't but know. you lived in South Carolina for another 20 years or 10 years. That. In the upstate. It was like a whole different climate. Oh, give me a fucking break. It's still brutal <laughs> in the upstate. It's like two degrees cooler, maybe. Well, I'm making up for lost time now. I've got the ex ex extreme opposite climate. Although it's hot as balls out here right now. It got up to like 96 dry heat, yesterday. Though. It is a dry heat. 8% humidity. What the hell is that? <laughs> Crusty 8%. bugs. 8%. Oh my God, the boogers. Can we talk about <laughs> boogers for a second? Please. All season long. It's actually all year long because then you get to winter and you have like the runny nose bugger situation. But yeah, in the summer, every morning I wake up, a lot of times my nose has like been bleeding. I got the red boogers. It's uh, You haven't it's adapted to that? Your your body hasn't I don't think it acclimated. does. We, we had a um or we have I just assume it if you lived in Denver the sort of uh ultra I mean, you, dry air your bugs would adapt. You acclimate to the, the elevation, but the the dry air, I mean, no, I don't think your body can change its own physiology. Sure it can. If that's the right word. But uh, what was I was going to say, we have a... Uh, you should get a humidifier. We, we, I was about to say, we have and rarely use a humidifier, but we might, that might be a good idea. We need to kick that thing on a little more often at night, at least. You could get a whole house humidifier and just, and, is that what you're talking about? Or like a room? No, we have a, we have a little portable one that we just use in the bedroom at night. Take the edge off and see your, your skin doesn't just flake off when you get out of bed. Well, that's the weird thing though. Like in the winter, I have very dry skin. But I think that's because of the, the riding the bike. Back it's also dry in the winter there. It's like, yeah, it's not, it's not wet there ever. I feel like it, it never gets wet. It's actually going to rain tomorrow, which is very, very rare. And the next day, we'll see. But yeah, hot as balls. So hot outside. Wait, what are we calling hot as balls in Denver? <clears throat> we set a record yesterday, 96. Oh, that's pretty hot. That's very hot. It's coming your way. 
cold front coming in tomorrow, but super hot yesterday and the day before and today. Um, I had a thing I was going to do about temperature. Oh, let's switch right to that. We'll get back to the summer memories in a second, because I, I do want to yeah. hear what you have in store for your kids. Forgotten but... the memories already. No, I've forgotten the memories. I just I, I there was one related to temperature I want to talk about. And I, I, I'm assuming you'll have an answer for this. Okay. I want to know, because, again, Denver set a record yesterday, 96 degrees, all-time record. Yeah. What is what is the hottest and the coldest you've ever been in your life? Let me know if either one comes to mind right away. If not, I'll, I'll give you – I have two submissions for coldest. Uh, I, have, one I have a cold memory, but I don't remember what the temperature was. The hottest one, pretty sure we went to uh, – my wife and I went to Arizona in August. Mm-hmm. Talk about dry heat. Um, was not, not probably not the best idea. We did some hiking outside, but it was like it was legit, like 120 fucking degrees outside. Again, Why'd you go then? Um, who the fuck knows? Uh, there was a reason. I don't remember. It was quite some time ago. I th- it might have coincided with our anniversary, but I think it was more just. Um, I'm trying to think where we stayed. If we like stayed in one of those things, like a exchange or something. Mm-hmm. Our father has a timeshare in, in which we can exchange for different this properties was, around this was the pre, globe. Pre children, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was probably like 2002, 2003. Oh, wow. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was Certainly a while after ago. Marriage. Yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly why we went. So was it while you were hiking, or just like walking? I mean, around just town? every day was fucking 120 degrees, or it yeah. was at least it was over 100. It was probably in the 105 to 115, but it definitely got up to like. 120 something hmm. we sounds amazing phoenix and the surrounding areas the phoenix scottsdale area everybody's fave yes yes okay what about your coldest uh so that's probably the hottest although i honestly i mean it was oh, hot right. as fuck it was a dry heat i think that's definitely the temperature hottest but Probably the, like, feeling the hottest, I would guess, would be when I was probably in, like, eighth grade and I went to soccer camp mm-hmm. um, in Georgia. And it, they, uh, our, the camp's motto was a thousand touches before breakfast. I went in 2007. Mm. Um, so, but we were, it was outside in Georgia and we would play soccer all fucking day in the middle of summer it was hot as shit because again that had the humidity it was like just ruthless now was that hotter than you went to a soccer camp in omaha with travis is that where that was yes yeah i mean it's definitely hotter than that yeah i just remember like it's funny because like when we were growing up, like, we actually had water breaks at that camp, and that's something I don't think they really did in sports. Oh, jeez. Could you imagine if they didn't do that nowadays? <laughs> um, I mean, I think people would drink water, but it wasn't nowhere near the sort of 
hydration yeah. Bring over your obsession. bottle of water every 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think they actually encouraged you to take a thermos, which was like kind of weird because most people didn't do that. Maybe they were starting to, but you that was like when you were running around because they're you're like you're gonna be running around all day. You need to drink some water, but that was like that was definitely the exception to the rule because. Right. I don't really remember taking water to like soccer practice or soccer games. Like we'd break and go get some water from like the water fountain. It wasn't like people weren't drinking water and dying of heat stroke. I mean, they were, but mm. um, <clears throat> people drank water, but certainly not the sort of like obsession with no one. No one was carrying water bottles just around school just during the day. Yeah. Like my daughter, my daughter takes a water bottle to school. Her school's air conditioned. This is like year round. She doesn't fucking need water. Right. In the middle of the right. day. I mean, it's I'm whatever. I'm not mad that she's drinking water. I'm just saying like the sort of focus on hydration has increased. I don't know, two thousand fold exponentially. Yeah. We were children. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think about baseball games or baseball practices. We wouldn't take anything at the end of a game. We'd get a star crunch and a Capri Sun, like that was the first Star hydration. Crunch. Do they still make no, those? I have no I'm idea. Not had that in a while. But that was the first hydration we would have in the entire day. Like that's that's it. Maybe a soda, maybe a Coke. Like there was no. Yes, they still make them. Little Debbie yes, still they produces do. them. I beat you to it. Um, I get some of those today. So they they were cookies with caramel and crisp rice. Man, that is. That's weird. I feel like, like most stuff has been kind of ripped off by someone else. I that sure. I'm surprised that has not taken a uh, has not become more popular. I mean, all the little Debbie stuff is super fucking unhealthy. It's all like if you look at the ingredient list, it's just like gobbledygook. I, it's all fake. Yeah. But that that's a classic flavor combo. I'm surprised they haven't like. I it says it's eclipsed by a coating of fudge hmm. it's basically sort of like a rice crispy treat but better I'm surprised that hasn't like those man damn those are good i forgot about those <laughs> now i want a star crunch i'll lay five to one right now that you'll consume a star crunch before sunday night or the end of my birthday no if you that's... keep thinking about it if it comes to mind, you'd be like, yeah, oh, I probably won't. I mean, so, so just going back to summer memories, I feel like we used to have like, there was a time probably between like seventh and 12th grade okay. where we would have little Debbie's in the house and I could easily put down like three or I mean, right now I could easily put down <laughs> three or four of those. Like the oatmeal cream pies. I know I got to the point where I'd eat the, put like a whole one in my mouth at a time. Again, when you're like in high school and like eating all the time, that's not that big a deal. But mm -hmm. those things would just get sucked down. Super healthy again, but I don't recall yeah, this I, period I, of time when we had little. Debbie's we would have hand. like we, we had them for lunches. I remember our mom would pack hmm. them for not. I mean, I definitely had oatmeal cream pies, but we had like those. Uh, Christmas tree cakes and sometimes oh, the little those. hexagon, yeah, seasonally, the hexagon sure. ones that were no, 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 not even seasonally, but like the hexagon ones that were white and had like chocolate mm -hmm. drip across the top. I think they had white frosting on mm -hmm. the inside. Correct. A little cake 
snacks. Those are yeah. good. Um, I'm, I have to look through uh, oh boy. all of the uh, <laughs> little Debbies to see what else we and have. And as usual, kids, this is when the show takes a turn. Food is mentioned. We had oh fudge rounds. We had those. That, that those look disgusting to me, but that we definitely had those. Hang on. They're basically like two fudge cookies with chocolate in the middle and some chocolate icing on top. Fudge rounds. I don't oh, know okay. if you remember those. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking it up on on the old Wikipedia. Yeah, we had the chocolate chip cakes. We had definitely had those. See, here's what I feel. Like, here's one I feel like we didn't have. Fancy cakes. Is the Swiss Swiss cake rolls? Roll. We definitely. Oh, those other. I don't think we had. Them. We didn't have many Swiss cake rolls, but we had them. Uh, the other things were called zebra cakes. Damn, those are good too. Yeah, and nutty All bars. I don't Debbie feel like we had are. nutty bars, although I very much enjoy. <clears throat> excuse me, a good nutty bar. What's a nutty bar? I don't see that on here. It's. Oh, it's one of the classics. It's like a, it's like wafer layers with like peanut butter in between with a chocolate coating. Uh, like a Kit Kat kind of thing. Uh, no, a little thicker. Just you're on a fucking. Yeah, I see it. Nutty bars. I don't. Kind I don't like butter. those wafer things peanut that much. Taste. I'm not. I'm not into those. Yeah, I can tell. We had the peanut butter um, crunch bars occasionally. I don't know if you see those. It's like a. Wait, say that again. Tube of peanut butter with a cookie around it and enrobed in chocolate we had that not very often but we definitely had those occasionally sounds good i don't care what it is it sounds good Ooh. man now i want oh yeah no i see it. from twin from <laughs> twin wrapped nutty buddy <clears throat> nutty buddy wafer bars to soft chewy individually wrapped fig bars we also had fig bars i don't most of the time we just had fig newtons but i think occasionally we would have the fig bars from little debbie i do remember that yeah we ate a lot of shit as kids. All these things We'd are also have the new... terrible well, for but you. Who didn't? I mean, can you name a friend of yours that didn't have that available? Like, you wouldn't hang out at that person's house if they didn't have that available. I think one of the main reasons Stephen yeah, and I became maybe. such good friends is because his parents would go to what I believe was Sam's Club at that point and buy boxes of Butterfingers. <laughs> and that's the first thing I do when I went when I came over. It's like, all right, let's check the drawer, see if there's a fresh. So a fresh box. one of my good friends, Mark, had a candy drawer in his house, and we did not have a candy drawer. And his it was fucking filled with all kinds of candy, like chocolate, all the sort of sour. Not they didn't have this sort of obsession with sour candies, but right. sour candies like all the Willy Wonka shit, like the weird bottle sure. cap stuff, and like Nerds and sweet tarts. And I'd be like, "Can we have some candy out of your candy drawer?" And he'd be like, "No, no, no, we'll have some later." I'm like, "Dude, you have a whole fucking drawer. Why are we not just decimating that?" He had it all the time, so it wasn't a big deal to him. But right. I was like, I, I, this kid was like my best friend, so I was at his house all the time. four to five days a week. Yeah. Like this wasn't a rare occurrence for me to go to his house either. And I was constantly bugging him about eating candy out of the candy drawer. And he's like, live nah, just nah. down the street. Here's here's the interesting thing, though, for those of you listening who don't know Mark, and for those of you listening who don't know Todd as a kid, Mark weighed like. 84 pounds in the eighth grade like he was a super skinny guy so you would think oh the kid with all the i wouldn't think with all the candy and the snacks skinny. he wasn't I fat he was pretty skinny. i wasn't fat at the time either i wasn't like i was a gonna fat say kid. that for those that didn't know todd is good you weren't fat either that's just that kid metabolism just took over <laughs> yeah i see my kids and they're like healthy they're not skinny but they're not they're not fat at all and i'm like right you guys either gonna have to like change your diet or keep up this uh, 
this constant exercise because it's going to catch up to you when you hit about 19 or 20. I hope not. Well, whatever, <clears throat> 22, whenever <throat> you slow down. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, my older daughter is eats almost nothing. Like, she has no appetite. Right. And she likes salads, so she has a better chance. Like She, she likes one, salads? I yeah, she, she likes salads. She'll oftentimes just want to eat a salad. Not even, like, good salad. Like, fucking iceberg with Italian dressing. Like, What is it about the salad? Is it, is it, like, is she a dressing fan? Does she I like think the... it's mostly the dressing, but she doesn't like ranch. It's generally, like, an oil and vinegar or a vinaigrette that she likes. I respect that. And she, they both love cucumbers. I don't think, I don't think she likes tomato. Like they're not like fancy salads. They don't have a lot of stuff in them, and it, her palate will expand. I'm not worried about that, but um, it's good that she likes salads. But the younger one basically eats cheese and <laughs> cheese cracker. Like she loves cheese. They, we had uh, dumplings for my mother-in-law for dinner tonight. Although they didn't eat much. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the pool, but it rained, so we came home early. And uh, they're like, can we have some cheese? And I was like, sure. My younger daughter had, we have some of these, like, they're not cheese sticks. They're more like little squares or rectangles. Yep, she probably had, like, a half dozen of those. <laughs> she just, like, God. pounds those. And they Cut both had off, a, man. a nectarine. Well, she was hungry. I don't want to, I don't want them to eat, <clears throat> after, like, at 7.30 at night, but I also don't want to listen to them bitching about it all night long. So, have we talked about the fact that I'm uh, fasting? Did I mention that? Holy shit! No, but that's a perfect transition. Please, let's spend forty minutes on you fasting. I'm doing the uh, what's it called? Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Oh my god! So I basically don't. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you even tell us the details, (laughs) who convinced you to get into this, and why did you decide? I know all about it, but I want to hear. Uh, Nobody convinced me. I just. I I got fed an ad on Instagram or something for an app, and so I downloaded it, and it has, like, almost no explanation at all. It's basically just a a stopwatch that says, start your fast, like you hit a button that starts, and you you can choose one of four fasts, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, You hit start. I I have selected the 16-hour fast, because this is, like, this is the most popular. I was like, all right, I'll do that one. Sure. Um, you hit you hit start, and then it tells you how long till you're till you can eat again. So I've been basically not eating from eight until noon. Although, like, I try to be more accurate because sometimes in the morning I'm fucking starving. Because <laughs> like today I finished dinner at like six thirty and I haven't eaten since then. I really wanted a snack tonight, but I'm like, this is good. I need to stop having snacks at. 10 o'clock but now you can you can eat again at 10 30 and so you're yeah yeah so i can eat it i can eat earlier tomorrow rather than waiting until noon although generally most for the most part i'm not that hungry in the morning um but i think it's for a lot of people but my kids are eating pop tarts every day so like oh man it smells good that doesn't help but also i think it's just it's just a matter of habit like yeah yeah, totally uh, i'm definitely a person of habit if you kept the same okay. things, and they were easy for me to eat. I would, and they were healthy. I'd eat them every day. Not because I'm like, well, my wife's like, it's... you don't care about food. And I'm like, that's mostly true. Like, I like good mm-hmm. food, but I also like shit food, and mm-hmm. I'm more driven by what's the easy. Like, basically, 
during quarantine, I've been having a bagel for lunch every day because we have some of the bit, everything seasoning. And I just mm-hmm. toast a bagel, put cream cheese on it because we buy this big ass log of cream cheese from Costco and just have a shit ton of it. So, so I eat nice. that every day because it's like it doesn't take any effort. It takes two minutes to make. It's filling and I'm good. I usually what have do you some have chips with it? too, but okay, bagel and cream cheese and chips. That's it. Not super healthy. Um, no fruit yeah, for, for the most part. No, mm, no dessert. I haven't honest? had. Occasionally, I'll have. So again, <clears throat> like if we don't have dessert in the house, I won't eat it. But my wife bought this like twenty or twenty-five pack of Hershey's products from Costco. So I've been having sometimes a candy bar in the middle of the day because it's there mm. and it's during my eight hours of eating so I'm like I gotta fucking eat this now because I'm not gonna be able to eat it at nine o'clock at night <laughs> I know that's so, not the point of fasting but again there are no instructions it's just like don't eat between these times so that's what I'm doing so the app is basically a timer yes it has that's some other things there's a lot of extra features if you get the pro version but I'm not gonna pay for it <laughs> pay for it that's <clears throat> hilarious um well, it's so, not, not just the pay for it. Like, there, there's a coach feature, but you have to pay for it. Right. It has the history. Like, I can see my streak, which I just got my 10-day streak yesterday. Okay, that answers my next question. So I've been doing it for 10 days. You can enter your weight and see, like... You can also enter your sleep stuff. I have a sleep tracker that I use, but it doesn't really tell me anything. So what... God, so many questions. I've been so fasting what... for four hours now. Yeah, I don't care about that. What have you noticed, like, in terms of how you feel? Like, have you lost weight? Do you feel better? Do you sleep better? Uh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really tr- weigh myself at the beginning. I weighed myself, let's see. Good call. Good call. Well, I didn't know they had that feature, honestly. I was like, there's fucking nothing in here. Why would anyone use this app? Let's right. see, I weighed myself. Sorry, I just saw it a minute ago. Friday. That was, yeah, I don't know, six days ago. Mm-hmm. Last Friday. And I weighed myself today, and it seemed to be about the same. It might have been a pound or two different, but I was going to weigh myself every week, but I didn't know when I started, so I just put, I just stepped on the scale today. All right, so let me, let me back up a step. And Is my... There- my doctor, my diabetes doctor, when I talked to him, was like, yeah, if you could lose a pound or two, like average a pound a week, that'd be great. He's like, you're not going to, it's not going to be a pound every week. Sometimes you'll lose two, sometimes you'll lose nothing, sometimes you'll gain some. But he's like, oh. if you average a pound a week, that's like 50 pounds a year. So you probably won't do that. He's like, if you could shed 15, 20 pounds, it would make a big difference. <clears throat> Obviously. Okay, you kind of answered that question, but I don't believe that to be the full answer. Why are you doing this? Um, I've heard, you know, I've heard other people talk about fasting, and like I said, I'm a very routine person, especially now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Although some things are less routine, like um, I don't know about you, but like showering i don't do it at the same time every day because i don't always wake up at the same time like when i was going to work i was Mm -hmm. leaving basically at the same time every day but that fluctuates more now because i i have to be up by a certain time but i don't like sometimes i get today i woke up at 5 30 and couldn't go back to sleep but 
some I've been sleeping sometimes till seven thirty or eight or eight thirty, just because I can. Eight thirty, Jesus. I mean, if my kids would leave me the fuck alone and we closed, like I had a sleeping mask, I could sleep till like eleven thirty. But um, <laughs> then you can wake up and eat. That's the perfect solution. Yeah, that's that would be ideal. Uh, no, I've, I know I heard like, I think Jimmy Kimmel was talking about it. Like he did fasting mm-hmm. and he lost weight doing it and he just liked doing it or something. I think he said he had sort of naturally been doing it. Like it was just kind of something that he did. And then he realized that it was something that you could do. And so he started being, doing it more seriously. I feel like I heard that on an interview or something. And I know other, their supposed health benefits of doing it. So it's not... It's like the easiest thing to do. I'm much better yeah. at like cold turkey stuff. If I know that, like I'm hungry right now, or I was hungry before we started the show. Normally, I would have just had some food. Mm-hmm. I don't really need it. Like I'll be fine. And once I go to sleep, whatever. Sure. Uh, it's not going to keep me awake or anything. But are you saying about. that the early, the morning and mid morning hours are sometimes a struggle? Uh, I mean, not really a struggle. I just know like (laughs) today I was very hungry at like, I think my, my fast ended at like 1130 and I had a bowl of pretzels. Like I was looking at the thing waiting for it to count down. (laughs) So I was hungry and it's more mental. Like I did, I could have waited till one and been fine, but sure. I just was like, I want to eat something. So, so many questions. I'm just baffled by this whole thing. <laughs> so, um, so, so you know that you're not supposed to, during your eight hours of eating, you're not supposed to just gorge yourself with, with, yeah, food. And I assume I, the app I at least tells you that basic. For the most part, what's that? No, the app doesn't tell you shit. It doesn't say mm-hmm. anything about what you eat. Very helpful. That's why I thought it was weird. <clears throat> I thought there'd be like, an introduction, like read background on what you're doing. Nothing. It's Not very right. odd. Hmm. The app's called Zero. I highly recommend it, by the way. Not really, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it, but I don't. Well, they, um, I mean, they have a fasting 101. I guess I should watch that video, but I didn't. <laughs> a lot of the... Actually, maybe I did. It didn't say much about what to eat. It just talks about fasting. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the video, a lot of the learning parts are part of the paid thing, and I'm like, eh. right? How to stay hydrated while fasting? Here's a tip: drink oh. something when you're thirsty. That's what I was gonna ask. So you're drinking something right now? You have a cup? Oh yeah, I'm not. Opaque. I'm not fasting liquids. No, I, I understand that. I know that fasting does not mean you can drink water. But a lot of people, when they say they're truly fasting, that's all you can drink during your yeah. fasting period is water. And I assume that's... An, yeah, I didn't think so. There's some <laughs> sort of cola or... Fruit yeah, I mean, when I wake up, I want something with caffeine in it. So yeah. oftentimes I'll have Diet Coke because yeah. I don't drink coffee. No better way to start the day. Well, tea DC. Take, tea takes too long to make. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> takes too long. Yeah, a full three minutes to boil a little water. Um, so at we what point... we got to boil you... the water and then steep the tea as well. Oh, yeah. That's true. Well, when you wake up six minutes before you're supposed to start your work day, I guess you are kind of limited. 
And I don't like I don't tease <laughs> the tea most tea is not worth it flavor wise to go through all that effort. Oh no. That I agree with. <laughs> like I regular tea, black tea is just like eh. Green tea tastes like hot water. Green tea is like, hot water. It's like this is not I do like chai, and I think it's called like Rubios or Roybios. It's like an African tea, which are are a little more naturally sweet. Although I usually yeah. add stuff to it too, anyway. I don't know. I like it more in the winter time. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be that'd be odd for me. I mean, I'll drink tea or coffee, but if I were to start that habit in the middle of summer, and then iced tea, like. If I'm gonna put, I'm not gonna put it in hot water and then get add ice to it. It's just, I've never understood iced tea, but that's one of many things that makes me a non-southerner. Yeah, I, born and raised in the I really don't understand why people love iced tea. It tastes like dog shit. Yeah. I don't care how much sugar you put in there. I mean, at some point you're just drinking sugar. Like, what? Why not have sugar water? Why have the tea part of it? The tea yeah. adds almost nothing to the equation. Have Kool Aid. If you're going to do that. Drink lemonade. At least it tastes good. Way tastier. The Kool-Aid. And then the people that drink, like, the Arnold Palmer, like, half and half, I'm like, you're just covering up the fucking taste of tea. Why do you have the tea in there? I know. I've never understood that. It's a classy drink. No. It's just you (laughs) allowing yourself to have good taste for half of it. And then southern taste in their half. Slightly. That's not even better for you. It's just shitty lemonade yeah yeah they're both sugary water <laughs> one just tastes good the other one doesn't i don't i don't understand um so so you're 10 there's, days there's in. our there's our pro tea rant for the show yeah yeah <laughs> fuck you tea um and hooray for lemonade i suppose uh so you're 10 days in do you think this will be more challenging when you're 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 traveling this coming month doing vacation stuff and everyone around you is eating breakfast, even as stubborn as you are, I don't think so. No, you'll just skip it. it. Honestly, the breakfast it's much harder for me to not like. If if we're at the beach, say with our father, and he's like, "I'm gonna have a bowl of ice cream," because that happens many nights. Sure. Uh, if I don't get that done before eight, that'll be hard. If he's like oh. having a snack at nine, that's more tempting to me than like eating something from seven thirty, say to noon. Like that's I can blow that off because that's not that appealing to me. So, but let me ask you this because I, I started saying this. I don't think I finished my thought. I have I have always my entire life eaten breakfast. I know people. My wife is one of them who can some days just skip breakfast, like. But a lot of days they eat it, but some days she'll skip it. Have you, in recent years, the last five, ten years, been the kind of person that always eats breakfast, or will you occasionally like rush out the door and just not have anything? Um. Yeah, I would. I for a while I was skipping it. I mean, I. I typically eat it, but that's also something that I eat that's not like super healthy because we don't. We don't have a lot of cereal, but for some reason, my wife bought the kids uh lucky charms so occasionally nice. lucky charms. i got I'm a like, family size i got a family like, size on my yeah we have right a now. giant fucking box from costco yeah. i'm like this is the worst cereal you could i mean all cereal is not great for you <laughs> but this is like terrible yeah um, i go i go through phases like 
Sometimes I'll have uh, plain yogurt and granola. Mm-hmm. We've uh, talked about that on the show before. Yeah, like I, I like that all right. Although I sort of like I was doing pretty good, and then we got this granola that like it was kind of low carb, protein high, but it had like mm-hmm. chocolate chips in it, and it it just started mm-hmm. like for some reason I associated the taste as too chocolatey. So I like it got to the point where I was like, I don't really don't want to eat this. You know what I mean? And we still have like two bags of it because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I started it. I didn't, it's some of those things you buy, you're like, Oh, this looks good. And then you're like, this isn't really good. Uh, so that'll probably sit in our pantry for another two years and then we'll throw it away. Sure, um, why not? So I do that for sometimes for a while I was eating yogurt with just like, um, jam or preserves because i had mm-hmm. i also had like the individual cups you know they have like cups that's like plain yogurt with the little fruit thing that you flip over and mix them together yes. yeah and i had a good good thing going there but it's, it's expensive to buy those little individual cups so i was trying to do it on my own but i think i was putting like way more jam in there to make it taste better right right so i i did that for a while and i I haven't found a breakfast that I like consistently. I feel like when I grew up or growing up, we just had cereal. So I would have cereal yeah. every day, whatever it was. Yeah. And that's, that's 90% of the time what I have on the weekends. Occasionally I'll have waffles like Eggo waffles. And I just recently, it's funny you mentioned the pop tarts. I haven't had a pop tart in a decade. And just in the last two weeks, I bought a thing of the classic frosted strawberry pop tarts. I tell you, sometimes when you just don't want a bowl of cereal and you th- you think about what else you could eat, and it's like, oh, I got pop tarts. Wait, a nice so do you, option. do you toast them? We have cinnamon and sugar, them. by the way. Yeah, I do toast them. I yeah, like to, I, I did too. I I don't yeah. really, honestly, they kind of taste the same to me, toasted or untoasted. Like they do. The they shit do. around the edge is the garbage part. As long as you get some of the filling, it still <laughs> tastes good. Like that that crusty, dry shit on the edge that doesn't yeah, have frosting on it. That sucks. It's terrible. But Nobody hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I understand that and I agree. But My kids just... break that off and just eat the middle part. And that's fine. You said 20 <laughs> minutes ago you used to eat oatmeal cream pies in one bite. So don't tell me you can't take a bite that encompasses both no, no, a little I bit definitely of crust can. and mostly I'm just film. saying if for some reason you get that quarter inch yeah. by itself, I understand. You might as well be eating a piece of cardboard. Yeah, you're right. It is pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Just chalky um, shit. But yeah, I mean, again, I, getting back to me. To Why show. not? Uh, <laughs> I do, you know, I, I, I go through all sorts of cereal. Like right now in my house, like this morning I had Lucky Charms. Yesterday I had Cinnamon Toast. Huh? Oat Bricks? No, not Oat Bricks. Although those are very good. I had those in Australia. Um, <clears throat> but I had Lucky Charms this morning. I had Cinnamon Toast Crunch the day before. I had... So you're I'm eating so, healthy cereals. I'm eating very healthy cereals. I had a uh, cinnamon toast crunch churros. Yes, oh, that's shit. a spin-off. <laughs> I had to buy. Like I walked are by. They, are they shaped like churros? Like little? It's like a mini. Yeah, it's like a mini crunchy Dear churro. Um, I walked down the cereal aisle and I was like, "Yep, I gotta buy those." You got at least. But it's, are, I they're assume they're it's the same flavor. It's just a different. It's just a different flake shape. shape a different concentration. Yeah, really different concentration of cinnamon. Um. <laughs> But, you know, I, I, by the same token, sometimes I'll get like, and I know these still aren't great cereals. They're still full of sugar, but I'll get like Raisin Bran Crunch. I'll get Cheerios, all kinds of different Cheerios. I have fr- Frosted Wheats. 
frosted mini wheats. Um, again, I'm not like saying that's good brand. As long as I there's think, yeah. lots of raisins in it, the brand part sucks, but the raisins. Yeah, the brand part's horrible. It's funny. I don't like. I don't know about your relationship with raisins, but I don't like raisins in many things. But like, they're really good. Okay. Like, I don't like oatmeal raisin cookies. I like oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. It's not the oatmeal's fault. And I, I like, like raisins fine, but, but I, yes. I, I would choose almost any other cookie over an oatmeal raisin. Yeah, I mean, they're not my choice. favorite. There's an office reference to that if you if you know it, but um, no, I don't. But yeah, I. What's that? I don't. When they're down in Florida, and they have the, the famous Amos guy come, and talk. When they're to the selling group. the triangle things. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's after that. But they're, when they're down in Florida, Dwight has his appendix taken out. And like as a motivator, they're like, famous Amos is here to give you a like to, to, to rally the team. And uh, he starts giving a speech and everybody's like, what's in the thing? You know, and everyone, everyone knows there's cookies behind him that he's going to present to everyone. And then uh, what's her name? The um, the receptionist in the later years Aaron. of the show. Aaron comes up and she's like, I have a, can I give you an idea? And he's like, let me guess. Oh, my raisin cookies, not the raisins. He's like, all right, sorry. And she like walks away. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I'm a, right now in my cookie rotation for my lunch is a frosted oatmeal cookie made by Signature Kitchens, which is the store brand at our local Safeway. Is that and the, very just good. the little rounds with the frosting yeah, on them? Just a circled oatmeal cookie, but it has the... It's more of a ginger of snap, frosting. really, than an oatmeal cookie? Different consistency, a little softer, but yes, okay. and a little bigger, too. A little bigger. Um... Wait, wait, what your cookie rotation? Do you have a cookie every day with lunch? Well, a cookie? Come on. I'm, a, I'm have, a rookie. Sorry, do you have cookies every I day? I have cookies lunch? every day. I have this week I've been having um, roast turkey with Swiss cheese, cookies? mustard roast and turkey cookies, huh? And um, pickle slices, kosher dill sandwich mm, stuffers. Sounds good. And then I'll have I have a, quite a rotation of chips, either Cheetos, Cheez-Its, Doritos. I've had all three of those in the three days this week. So I have that. That's round one. And then when I finish that, I go back up and I get the fruit. The fruit of the week is cherries. Cherries are finally in season. Very oh, exciting. Nice. So I'll uh, rinse From off Oregon some cherries. Washington, I hope. Yes, they are Washington cherries. And then I will Bing. pick uh, pick out four of those iced oatmeal cookies. Put oh, them four. How big are these cookies? They're, I don't know. Um... Like the size of bigger a, than an Oreo. Yeah, bigger than an Oreo. But thin-ish. Yeah, very thin. Very okay. again, ginger snap is like just a bigger ginger snap, in terms of the yeah, size okay. and the shape. Just that perfect circle. So, anyway, um, so yeah, that's my perfect lunch. circle. That's why when uh, you said you, earlier, you, you made me think of something else, and now I forgot what I was it was. Like, what? <laughs> As usual, we've just landed on food talk. Oh, you're talking about crackers. The thing I yes. thought about the other day that I have not had in a while, which I would really like, is a Triscuit. Uh, some Triscuits. Triscuits, you'll find, because Jamie gets them from time to time, you'll find they are smaller than you remember them. As is well, true with so many things. Well, they're so all nice. flavored now, too. I don't mind the flavors. It's just, I, like, I'm I sure they're... <laughs> Wait, what are you opposed to? I don't know. There's like a... There's like a chive, some sour cream and chives or something. Yeah. Some of them are just gross. The rosemary but, and I think black pepper maybe. Those are fucking good. 
Yeah, those are pretty good. Here we go. Let's see. Triscuit. God damn, I want some tr- I'm going to buy some Triscuits. Different tomorrow. flavors. There's there's classic, original, cracked pepper and olive oil. Those are good too. Um sweet potato and sea salt. I haven't seen No that. thanks. Sweet roasted, potato. Blech. Roasted sweet onion, tomato and sweet basil. Those are okay, but it's overpowering. The mm. flavor overpowers the Triscuit. I yeah, those to me I feel like I've had those before and they're very fake tasting cuz obviously yeah. it's not a real tomato. It's like, I think what they did, you know, they, on the back of the Triscuit, they used to, like, have pictures of all the fun things you could top them with. Yeah, They're of like, course. why don't we just cut out the middleman and just cram all that shit into the cracker, and then why people not? will buy them because there's more variety. They don't want to cut up cheese slices and wow, there's a, avocado wedges. There's a tzatziki sauce Triscuit, like the stuff Ooh, you put on euros. Good. That's interesting. Yeah, I know what, I know what tzatziki <clears> is. Fire roasted tomato and olive oil, roasted garlic, avocado cilantro and lime that does not sound good that's just too much just give Again, me a box like of pow- powdered avo- powdered vegetables yeah, and or fruits. never a good idea never True. a good idea giving tomato and avocado just give me um give, no doesn't sound good give me a box of triscuits and a block of cheddar cheese and leave me alone for an hour and i'll be fine oh man that's all i want oh, this, this just made me think since we're talking about crackers uh-huh. <laughs> saltines holy shit i've not had a saltine in a while also is it possible to not eat the whole sleeve of a saltine? I, I don't see how. I actually because <laughs> once you get once you get that yeah, hit of salt, once you get going, oh, I think we've talked about this before. It's out of control. I just fucking down that shit. Same thing with fig newtons. Anything anything that gets sold by the sleeve is meant to be eaten by the sleeve. Because <laughs> what are you going to twirl it up and save it for later? No, you're going to lose that freshness. You want to down every item in that sleeve, like thin mints. I noticed. They don't do the, uh, I feel like they, in saltines, they used to have that little sort of, uh, it wasn't a twist tie, but it was a little wire, not, sure. not really a wire, but like a little metallic yeah. band that you could cinch it close. I don't think they get, put those on there anymore because they know you're going to eat the whole sleeve. You know, I think they do. And I, 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 I was starting Maybe to say. Maybe it's the name brand and we just buy the store brand. Oh, that's something. possible too. Good point. But I know that we have some <laughs> saltine brand saltines in this house because as I've talked about recently on this very podcast, uh, back in February, Jamie and I were both sick with what I now believe to be COVID-19 at the same time. <laughs> and so we had a bunch of soup. Have you gotten the antibody test? No. it's They say they actually say locally not to do it. They're like, if yeah, it's we appreciate it, but if you don't have to come to the hospital, we'll come to the hospital. But anyway, um, so we had a bunch of soup and a bunch of saltines. And we still have some, a sleeve or two left, so... I'll have to go check. I think they do have. It's not the way you describe it with the wire and kind of the paper edging. It's, well, it was. It was. It's, it's like now. two wires on either end, and the, it wasn't paper in the middle. It was like a plasticky thing, is my recollection of mm. it. And it sort of clamped over the edge. <clears throat> it wasn't mm-hmm. like a twist tie, which is a single okay, wire. That's what I'm describing. So it wasn't a twist tie. Interesting. I don't know. I'll have to go check it out. Let's go give it a. I can see if I can find that on the internet. Give it a look see. Um. Why are we talking about saltines? Oh, because you just decided. we're talking about crackers. Yeah, we're talking about crackers. Because I said, actually, we weren't. I just said Cheez-Its. And suddenly your mind went in a completely different direction. You're like, oh, now we're going to talk for 10 minutes about crackers, including Triscuits and others. Um, uh, I, I put in saltine sleeve clamp, and it came up with a bunch of plumbing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising. So ignore the saltine portion of what you were requesting and just went for the clamp word, which... I understand why the word clamp would lead to plumbing things, but hmm, interesting. I guess we'll never know. Hey, um, 
changing gears completely, but just because I just now remember that I saw a picture of it. So it looks like you guys have utilized the fire pit a couple times, maybe over the weekend. I think. Um, only one sort of official use. Okay. Was it the weekend? Uh, yeah, we roasted some marshmallows and had s'mores. I did not because they have gelatin in them. Mm-hmm. Um, used sticks and then proceeded to buy marshmallow roasting sticks on Amazon that are telescoping. Because wow. I don't know. So now we have. 25 of those i think 10 actually you have 10 of them they well you could get them in like a pack of four or like 12 and the 12 were like four dollars more than the four were and so you're assuming a couple will break that makes sense that's sensible i suppose well that way we don't have to wash them every time we can have some dirty and still be able to do it the next night if there are four of us that's gross I don't, that's not the reason, but did you, I'm not saying put them back in the, the storage bag, okay. but like, it kind of sounded like what you're saying. Now, did you, I, that's what I would do. But. I saw the picture of the girls using sticks and I appreciated that because I think a lot of people would have gone straight to the metallic straight rod, whatever. Did you have them go out and select a stick? Did you explain to them? Here's the kind of stick that you need. Uh, no, I just got it. Cause they're fucking babies. But they're not. They're like, can you get a stick for us? We don't want to get bitten by spiders. Or I was like, just go get a stick. There's literally so. tens of thousands of sticks surrounding you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was it dark. Was already dark. Oh, well, that's your fault. Um. Well, the, it's fucking useless to have a fire in, in the middle of the day. No, I understand. You should have planned ahead. We're gonna be roasting s'mores or making s'mores and roasting marshmallows. It was more of an impromptu oh. gathering. Interesting. Gathering. Did you have others over? Neighbors? No, just no. just us. Gathering of the fam. So gathering of the four family members. So now that we're back to fire. Fire. Let's go back to the topic that we started fifty minutes ago. And the question of the hottest you've ever been in the coldest you've ever been. We talked about the hottest. Oh, yeah. What's the coldest you've ever been? I have two, but go ahead. So my recollection of the coldest I've ever been was we were skiing at Beach Mountain. And I, this was early ski days. I was probably nine or ten, yeah. putting you at six or seven. Mid eighties. Um, we <coughs> had had been skiing, but we're not like into our obsession phase. Sure. So I hated I'm skiing sure we for not, the first four or five years that we did it. I think that's not well adequate. Not adequate. Adequately equipped. Oh God. No. Um. It, it was, and it was just fucking freezing outside i think we might have even got it's probably one of those days this could be overlapping memories where we were on the lift for a while and it stopped because it was windy and you're just getting pelted with snow and it's fucking cold as shit um i, I don't remember i just remember we went inside and like had hot chocolate sure and of course it was like eight billion degrees and dad just downed it immediately and we had to wait for another 20 minutes for it to cool off to like iron throw sip it, it. Um, drink your damn hot chocolate that, yeah. so those those kind of I, I mean there's been many incidences of that sort of like getting stuck on the lift and being very cold but mm-hmm. I don't remember Ooh, I'm trying to think I feel like I've been camping one time really when it was rainy and maybe cold maybe not I know like 
in Boy Scouts in the order of the arrow ceremony. We had mm-hmm. to sleep outside. With you no to... tent, just a sleeping bag, yeah. Yeah, it's just you and the sleeping bag. And when I did it, it, it fucking rained all night. Ooh. It sucked ass. It wasn't cold, but it was just miserable. So that, that it doesn't brutal. qualify for the coldest, but it just reminded me that, like, the Order of the Arrow is, like, this special designation. It's kind of like... It's a, like a secret society. We're both it's, members. It's an honor to yeah, get in, inducted, but, uh... I, I mean, I don't feel like I'm giving away too much. One of the requirements is you had to sleep outside. You basically had a sleeping bag and you slept under the stars. It's part like of, like I said, it rained. It's part of what's known you as could, the ordeal. You could build some sort of lean to, I guess. No, I, I people, certainly could some... Cause they walked you out there in the middle, like way after dark. So yeah. It was shit. dark. They make you hike. I was worried like about hiked anvils around for and like all sorts three of stuff. Or four miles. I didn't know where I was. What'd you say? I said, I was worried I was going to be sleeping on an anthill cause I didn't know where I was. Like they, they, yeah, they yeah. show you a flashlight for like 10 seconds, like, all right, here you are. And then they head off with the other eight people and give them places to sleep. So you, you sleep under the stars, get eaten by insects. And in my case, it rained on us all night, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then you do manual labor the next day with like, yep. I think what we had to eat was like a hard boiled egg and a raw hot dog or something. Maybe some saltines. Uh, we definitely had the hard boiled egg and a piece of bread <laughs> is what I remember. Yeah, and water. It was, which whatever. It was. I mean, yeah. You're like 13. You can you can handle it. Um, that wasn't the the food was not the worst part. It was the manual labor stuff. All the other shit and the sleeping outdoors. Uh. So yeah, that that wasn't the coldest I was, but getting rained on all night was Just definitely the one miserable. of the more miserable. Yeah. Camping, putting camping in quotes experiences. So, I'm gonna help you out. Because one of my two coldest, and I don't remember how cold I was. I just remember thinking, and I still think to this day that it was one of the coldest. We were actually at Snowshoe. It was the last run of the day. We were coming up the lift, and it stopped. And it was, yeah, it was just you that. and I on the chair. And I was being a whiny bitch, I'll admit it. And I was like, we're th- <laughs> I, I was like, the mountain's closed. And like we were legitimately talking about how we would get down. Like, who's going to jump? Who's... Because we, yeah. weren't, we weren't that far I remember you were like, we we're, we're going to die. Yeah, I was miserable <laughs> because I don't think it was snowing or raining, but it was like super windy and it was I was already super cold. It was cold. cold as shit because it just stopped. Snowshoe, for those who don't know, is, is a reverse mountain, meaning the all the lodging and stuff is at the top of the mountain. So you generally all that stuff's at the bottom of the mountain. So you ride the lift up and ski down. So, but at the end of the day at snowshoe, you have to ride the lift up and then you're just done. That's how you finish. So we were riding up to be done or by the end of that lift ride, we definitely were. I don't remember. It was actually the end of the day. When we got on, it was definitely close to the end of the day. Yeah. It was the last ride of the day for sure. And being wintertime, I feel like the sun had started to set or was setting while we were on the chair. So it got even colder as we were just sitting there on the chair. windy. I was, I don't know, 10, 11, you were three <laughs> years older than whatever I was and just miserable, yeah, miserable. That, I remember that. That sucked. Yeah. It's, so when you were describing that beach thing, I was like, I think we were talking about the same one, but it was definitely snowshoe. Um, no, yeah. I was thinking there was a beach one too, but I remember that, that snowshoe. That's what I'm saying. There's like definitely some overlapping. Memory. Yeah, I feel like it's other. happened other times too, where of you're course. just like, oh, yeah. just sitting on the chair, like, fuck, it's cold. And even recently I've been miserable. When one of the times dad came out here, we went to Beaver, Beaver Creek to ski with uh, Scott McFadden. It was the high that that day was like 11. And those first few runs in the morning, it's just like, how no, how can anyone generate enough heat 
and because it was like you know zero or whatever and cloudy and windy and snowing anyway um but the other one i'm sure i've talked about on this show this wasn't the coldest that i've been but sorry you reminded me we went to wolf creek one year and we were driving out there and it was like or we were because I think we lived in Arkansas that year. I think we were driving to Wolf Creek. Because we ski with the Davis In Colorado, which is near sort of Durango. Yeah. South. Southwest? Southeast corner of the state? I don't know. Fuck, it doesn't matter. Southwest. Um, and it was like, I just remember it was like minus 30 degrees or something. And like the hairs on my nose were freezing. I think the car, I think we were driving the minivan. Yeah. And it, it actually overheat. It was starting to overheat but dad was like fuck it it's cold as shit outside we'll just go down the road this thing's not going to overheat because we had to take it somewhere he's like it's so damn cold so damn cold my dad's favorite contraction so damn um so damn cold out it's not going to matter uh because like the warning light came on and took the mechanic i don't remember what happened after that i just remember the car, something was wrong with the car, and he's like, "It's so so damn cold out. It's not going to matter." I think that was a sorry. That that was the same trip we had the deer. It would have had to. Have been. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Is that this? We skied Might with the be. Davises. We were skiing at Wolf Creek. We had our van, as I recall. Anyway, it doesn't. Matter. I thought that was in North Carolina, but maybe it wasn't. No, Colorado. North, yeah, I guess no, it North Carolina is where we spun out on the bridge with the. Bruise. Yeah, we definitely did that. that was North Carolina. The deer was definitely out here. Anyway, um, but my other time was, I, I probably talked about this on the show before, so if I have, just stop me, but was about four or five years ago, I was visiting, maybe it's longer than that, maybe I was still living in Greenville, six, seven years ago, it doesn't matter. I was visiting my firm in Chicago, and I went out there intentionally on a Monday afternoon because the Bears were playing that night, Monday Night Football, it was the Bears versus the Cowboys, and... Um, it was a soldier field, <clears throat> which is notorious for, first of all, I think, I think it's now the oldest stadium, like even older than Green Bay, whatever, it doesn't matter. Super old. It's just like concrete. Like it's just concrete steps. Those are your seats. And it got down to like 10 degrees. The wind was blowing and my feet just got completely frozen. People knew to bring in cardboard that you put down on the ground and put your feet on because it gives that barrier between your feet and the concrete. But obviously concrete, as most people know, just holds in cold so much better. And it was so bad that I was at the end, we left early because the game was a blowout. Dallas was killing them. But um, we left early, like beginning of the fourth quarter and we were walking back to the car and um, like I had to stop and sit down because I couldn't feel my feet. It's like, I didn't know how I was walking and I was almost about, I was with these, this firm that I was going to meet with the next day. And I was about to start crying because my feet were so cold. I literally, I literally thought I had frostbite. My hands were, were cold. Like it was, it was just fucking brutal. And it's just because you're sitting there. Like, even though you're amongst a lot of people, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The wind and the cold just like, it just goes, you know, the, the term it goes through you was very, very true. And we got back to the, they had a little tailgate van and had some hot chocolate and everything. And, and, um, the, the part that makes it most memorable for me is they took me back to my hotel. It was like a 30 minute ride in a car that was obviously heated. I got to my hotel, checked in and I got my room and I had a little like love seat and I laid down wearing everything I was wearing and fell asleep and woke up at like four 30 in the morning, fully dressed like jacket and everything. Cause I was, my body was so cold and I'd finally warmed up 
And then obviously, you know, sweating your ass off. You would think, but I was not. But uh, yeah, uh, that was brutal. Yeah, I we we had a work thing where we went to um, fuck. What's the there's like here. a college in Chicago. Oh. In Chicago, uh, Loyola. It's out. It's in the suburbs of Chicago. It's like um, not Loyola. Northwestern. Oh yeah, Northwestern. 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 Uh, we went to a football game there, and it wasn't that cold, but it, it was. This was like last year, two yeah. years ago. Um, it because it was like fall, so mm. it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be that cold. And I had like sort of a a down jacket. Like I had a pretty decent jacket but again we were sitting on like sort of concrete they were metal bleacher the metal be- yeah, yeah. bleachers on the concrete risers the metal bleachers yeah but it i think it started like freezing rain well it got oh. fucking freezing like we ended up leaving the game because everybody's like it's cold as shit and they were playing notre dame and they're getting their asses kicked anyway so <laughs> we we had done our d- due diligence to stay for sure. what we needed to and be seen for work and then we're like let's get the fuck out of here because it was cold as shit northwestern it wasn't wasn't, definitely wasn't the uh coldest i've ever been but it just uncomfortable it was getting there where you're just like why is it so fucking cold right right right. um northwestern has an amazing football field though like it's the the edges kind of lift up like like they they ramp up like six feet of of grass oh really like it's it's a beautiful field yeah yeah the the stadium is really interesting because it's clearly older. Mm-hmm. Like it's super wide. Like the rake on the seats is very low. It's not. Yeah. I feel like stadiums now. You're like sitting on top of the person in front very of you. These are like yeah. very leisurely <laughs> sloped out. So it looks massive, even though it's not that big. Just right. because the the stadium was I don't I don't know it was built probably in the 50s or 60s or something. Sure. But it it looks very like yeah. grandiose in that way. It holds 16,000 people. I didn't, it looks like 60. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pay attention to the uh, the slope. But no, it, it really is a it's a beautiful stadium. The grass is always like super. I mean, I know most stadiums the grass is well tended. If people do that for a living, but <laughs> it's almost like they have a ground crew to. But seriously, sort of just that. pull up pictures of the North Northwestern Stadium when you get a chance, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, about the angle. Um, anyway, okay, so that was my two coldest. Uh, we talked about the hottest we've ever been. And, uh, yeah, that's summertime. Do, we, for you. do you want to recap on memories of summer or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. traditions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. And then we can close out with um, things that you were, if anything, that you were trying to do with the girls. No, but but again, in addition to, I really only had two. In addition to the sitting in the super cold air conditioning after being out in the heat. Um, I mean, it's this is pretty basic and standard and an easy way of saying it, but it was just the beach trips and the mountain trips. I don't remember exactly how we always like plan those. Like, I feel like the beach was, all, I mean, the beach was always the July 4th weekend, if possible, July 4th week. I feel like the mountains was later in the summer, um, more like an end to the summer type trip. But I don't know. Those are just always fun, like fishing. I don't remember when we went to the mountains. It's funny. We probably only went to the the mountains, Lake Lure, like two or three yeah, years. Yeah, a handful of times, yeah. Those were fun though. I forgot. I kind of forgot about those. Yeah, because we... they had like a they had a putt putt next to the pool there, like yeah. their own miniature golf course. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but and they had sliding rock and they had miniature sliding rock, which was yeah. just going to a local. Creek yeah, those were fun. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was gonna say most of my summertime memories are 
based around the beach for the most part. Sure. Like that was always the big holiday. Like the girls asked if we could play putt putt, and I was like, mm, probably not. Oh, that's no, not like. No- North Carolina's going ape shit with COVID, so I don't really know if we're gonna go. Oh yeah, I didn't play mini that. golf. Well, I've already told them they can't go to the they can't go swimming in the pool. I was like, we can go to the beach, but we're not going to the fucking pool. Yeah. Um, because all the dummies there. I'm sure. Just, I'm sure putt putt will be open, but you're right. Their their grass. Yeah, yeah, open. it'll definitely be open. Yeah. Luckily, so they. I think I told you this, or maybe you know, they have a parade now on Fourth of July, which is just all, yeah, everyone you told in me about golf carts year. throwing shit out. Yep. And I, I was like, we're not going to the parade, but we're, this is one of those weird years where the, the week that we go ends on 4th of July. So we mm-hmm. would be leaving anyway. So oh, nice. they're like, we get so much candy for that. They really do get a shit ton of candy. Cause it's just like 300 golf carts, just throwing, just throwing candy at candy them. Out. And yeah. generally they're like some of the only kids there. So people are handing them candy that sure. gets thrown to them. Um, I think I don't know if I mentioned this, but one of the best uh, throwouts in the parade was people were throwing out the like uh, otter pops. I was like, no, that's a fucking really. That's, that's a thing to throw out because it's hot as shit. I imagine generally. you You're standing ate on all the of those, there's as many as you no could. No shade. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then one of the other great in- inventions that they got thrown last year was an otter pop with an otter pop koozie, basically on it. I've never seen it before. Year. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. Um. So, yeah, I think, I mean, for the girls, I th- being in Maryland, everyone belongs to sort of private pools. And I know, like, one of their memories is just going to be going to the pool because we've been going to the pool pretty much every fucking day. Because yeah. our membership is like, generally, we would only go on the weekends because the girls would be in camp all week and they go swimming at camp. So we got... Mm-hmm. It's called like evenings and weekends, so it's after four until close, which during the week is eight. Sure. And then all day on the weekends. So, but we've been going basically after dinner every day. Which I mean, tonight it was it was pretty cold outside. The we had to leave, sort of because it was raining, and also because my younger daughter was like, "I'm too teeth chattering." <laughs> I mean, it was like 70 degrees outside, so the water must have been pretty yeah, frigid. Yeah, pretty chilly. But there were like four people at the pool, mm. and the pool holds like I don't know, a couple hundred people or something. So like, there was nobody there. Yeah, yeah. And generally, midweek is not super crowded, especially like if you go at dinner time, almost any day of the week, it's less crowded because mm-hmm. people that'll go for the day, they'll go home to eat yeah, dinner. Of course. Because they they back. have a snack bar or whatever restaurant, but it's not cheap. Sure. Um, so we've been going after dinner, you know, eat at home and go there, and uh, it's been pretty pretty empty. But yeah, tonight was like ridiculously empty. Hmm. I think because it was predicted to rain, the rain sort of held off um, until after the pool was closed. But it was still chill. It was also chilly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think most of their memories, I, I mean, they like going to the beach too, so they'll be that. And then, um, the, uh, going to the pool. Although this year we are also, we're going to Outer Banks with some friends of my older daughter. So that'll be another beach trip for them. Is that separate from Ocean Isle or is that like on, on the tail end? Yeah, yeah. That's so that's, we're going to our normal North Carolina beach the first week of July. Then they're going to be with my in-laws for two weeks. Then we're going to, 
they're actually going to be there for three weeks. We're going to go down the third week and work f from North Carolina. Mm. And then we're going to go drive up to the Outer Banks from my in-laws. So they'll be in the Carolinas for the entire month of July. Nice. So do they have masks? They'll have high, pro <laughs> high probability of catching COVID. Yeah, they do. <laughs> my wife or ordered some more. But, I mean, at my in-laws' house, they have a pool, so they'll just be yeah, there. Right, They're not going to be yeah. going anywhere. All the My sister-in-law will probably bring in some food from out of uh, like restaurants occasionally, although they, my mother-in-law will be cooking them food all the time. They they can get down on that. So. Wait, so Jennifer's going to be there? Yeah, she's going to be there for the two weeks, oh. and then the third week we'll be there. She still lives out she's, here. She's. Yeah, she's been doing that for the last two years. I guess that they've been going oh, down there. I see. It's a good time for them to bond. Sure. And it doesn't kill the in-laws because they have a yeah, that's true. person under the age of 65 that can help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our kids are becoming more responsible. Sure. Or just less less of a handful. I hope so. As, as you <laughs> age, that's kind of the idea, I would think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they can... Uh, the younger one can almost swim by herself. She's like in their pool. I think she can for the most part. Like I think last year she was mostly off her floaties. Yeah. Um, and they can not feed themselves, but they don't. They don't have diapers or anything like that, and they sure. can sleep through the night, sort yeah. of. Sort of. <laughs> for the most part. Oh, man, the younger one still comes into our bed. Last night, that's the other reason I was. I got up at five thirty. It's because she had her feet sort of at the headboard and was just like kicking, kicking me it. in the face. Yeah. I was like, get the fuck out of my bed. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I, like you just wake up and I'm just like constantly pushing her over towards my wife. And she's, she like sort of wants to snuggle, but more just wants to like kick you or punch you. Get her not, space. She's creating not space. Not actively. Yeah. Just, she's just flailing around like a little monster. <laughs> Makes it hard to sleep. Yeah. It's quite different, but we have a dog that does the same thing. So I'm oftentimes yeah. woken up from her just stretching. Did you tell the dog to get the fuck out of there? I do tell her that, but she barks at me, so that doesn't help. <laughs> and then at 5.45, she's like, I'm ready for breakfast. I'm like, I'm not. Why don't you uh, come lay down? And then she just sits there and stares at me. Same thing. Oh, one more one more thing. Yeah. What were we talking about? Fire for something? Oh, fire pit. Fire pit. My wife is, uh, I think, going to buy me a blowtorch for Father's Day. For what? It's basically it. It hooks up to a propane tank. It's for like burning weeds. Okay. So we have a lot of weeds that grow in between the sort of brick pavers up to our front door. Mm -hmm. And then we also have this stuff called Japanese stilt grass, which is like an invasive grass. Kudzu. Apparently, the blowtorch is good for eradicating that because you just burn it all. So we're gonna have fire do you have fire insurance on your home i'm sure we do it's not it it's just like shoots out like a little i don't know 12 inch flame and you can control it so where did she get this on amazon you can buy it. it's like 40 bucks plus propane oh, tank okay well that's it's, it's not fine. it's apparently uh elon musk made a flamethrower that's for the like one i was thinking yeah it was what's what's more than that from what i heard yeah he made like ten thousand of them but those things were badass. I've seen them in, in practice. They don't fuck around. No, this is basically, it's like a like a nozzle or a handle. 
and there's a tube that mm. the propane goes through that with a pilot on the end and then there's like a big metal shield to keep it from coming back at you and you just sort of like burn shit with it you can start fires you can melt ice with it i guess so your wife if you need bought to. you a blowtorch which she intends for you to literally shoot from your sidewalk towards your house no shoot i mean it doesn't go that far that's what i'm saying like you'd have to be like actively like shooting it i know, I know. holding it up against the siding to light the house on fire jeez oh, I, I wouldn't recommend it like peak of uh fall sure. around <laughs> dead leaves yeah but... yeah yeah no 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 I wouldn't think so. Apparently, they had a like a Zoom happy hour tonight, and she told her coworkers about it, and they're all like, "Oh man, I gotta get one." Of those. Oh, <laughs> like one of them was like, "Oh, you could totally use this for melting ice." And then her boss is like, uh, just likes burning shit. Like he starts fires all the time in his yard. I like He's it. like, "I could use this for my burn barrel." And she's like, "Yeah, you could you could light it up." My burn barrel, love it. That's a great name. He, li- he likes burning wood, apparently. So. Yes, so. To each his own. Well, don't kill yourself with that. Or burn the house uh, down. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, no, if I If we even get it. Oh. I'll let I you thought know. It was, I thought it was a guarantee. I thought you said she was getting you. She said she is, but she had not ordered it. So, oh. And I keep telling her I'd, I'd rather. There's like a antique mall that has a record store, and it's like I'd rather oh, just go there and buy some records. That's for Father's that's Day. That's what you want for Father's Day. Slash my birthday. Yeah. Let's just go to the mall and buy it. I want to go tomorrow. Give me two hours and I'll go there and be back. You probably should go on a non-weekend day. For your own it's, safety. It's in an antique mall, so it's never... Like, there's never, ever anybody there when I go there. Mm. Interesting. And I would just be there for well, however long I'm allowed. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a. And they yeah. he the guy posts like when he has new stuff, and there's like at least two records that I really want. Mm. So, and he and he's pretty cheap with the stuff, so I like shopping there because be he gone. underprices stuff all the time. They're gonna be gone. Best hurry. I bought a I bought a Cannonball Adderley and uh, Bill Evans record there for like fifteen bucks. Wow, classic. Easily easily worth fifty sixty bucks. And it's in good shape. There's no reason why it should have been priced that cheaply, but I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy this. Congrats, Kurt. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Mr. Brett, I, I don't understand why you value or the deal you get because you don't, you don't resell stuff. I don't, but it, it Just makes you feel it, good. At, with collecting anything, like if you feel like you get a good deal, it makes your, you feel better about it. It's the American picker in you. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, this, I got this. Well, like, this other record, one of my more valuable records, mm-hmm. Eric Dolphy out there, original press, uh, Rudy Van Gelder stamp. I got, they mispriced it at the record store. It's list, it was $8. And let's see what it is on Discogs. Here we go. <laughs> the whole audience can't wait. It's, it's probably yes. like, I, so they have a range. It's like the median range, I think is probably like, Hundred fifty, hundred seventy-five dollars. Okay. So even so if like you weren't interested in the record, like that's a, like if if I did want to resell, that's a good fucking deal. So it should have been eighty, is what you're saying? But it was eight. Yeah, should have been. That's what you're speculating. I I don't I think they just thought it was a different pressing. Mm-hmm. So the thing about jazz records is like that like this record has forty-one versions. Now that includes CDs, but there's at least. 
a dozen or more mm-hmm. like LP pressings. Sure. Yeah, this lists the original mono. Uh, it says the median price is 185. The highest it's sold for is $500. I don't think you get $500. No. You probably get like 120. If I'm looking at the ones for sale, uh, one in similar eh, in similar condition, they're going for about two two fifty. Hmm. And I paid eight bucks for it. This was two or three years ago. Like it's not like it's jumped up in value because the record was made in 1961. Mm-hmm. It just they they thought it was a later pressing or they weren't paying attention. I don't give a shit. I, it wasn't like, hey, this is worth more than you guys priced it right. for. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to do what they do on uh, American Pickers. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you're a little light. No, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Um, what so, they What yeah. they rarely do on American Pickers, and even rarer on Pawn Stars. Yeah, I wonder how often they do that. It's more like the guy's like, eh, give me fifty four. He's like, oh, I'll give you seventy five. Right. It's not like they're like. Oh, this is worth yeah. six thousand. No, I'll give you a hundred. No, they've never. They would never do that. <laughs> They'll take their deal where they can get it. Um, okay. Well, good luck on that. On that uh, Father's Day gift. My, what I was starting to say is my birthday will be spent differently this year. Last year, I skied and gambled. I've sent birthday. you a birthday present. So nice. This year will obviously not include either one of those things. Obviously. Oh, I. One yeah. more topic that I saw on my Amazon A-L-E-X-A. We have one of the video ones or whatever. Yes. They were. It was something about like Vegas is trying to allow cashless payments either through, what do they say, credit cards or Apple Pay? Hmm. It didn't really, it was like, they have all these like bullshit stories. It's kind of like USA Today, like charts and graphs. They don't really tell you anything. Love well, USA Today charts and graphs. They were just yes. reporting. They were just reporting on like something that happened, yeah, yeah. sort of. Um, and uh, I was like, so because generally when you like you get chips from the dealer, right? Yeah, if you There's sit no down at a table game, you and... put you know your five hundred bucks in front of you, and then the dealer takes the money, counts it out, gives you the requisite chips then they put it down the down the chute as they call it so so i don't know if they're talking about like having like a little like an ipay or whatever like credit card reader and you go and it clicks and you they charge you for 500 dollars and then give you chips like i feel like i don't know why they wouldn't do that because they could rip people off way more if you could do it by credit card of like course. not having to put the actual money down i think people would just be like yep it's, Keep it good. Start my tab. Give me another 500. It's the same concept. They just add it on with them having chips and not allowing you to bet with cash. Because when you have chips, it's like, oh, I lost this stack of chips. Oh, well. Yeah, but at least you you initially put the the cash out there and you can see it go away. But if I'm literally just pulling plastic out of the credit card, would exaggerate it. Yeah, that's first of all, I I mean, as you're saying this, I'm thinking that's a brilliant idea that pandemic or not, if they start doing it, they should continue (laughs) doing it because, yes, they will generate a lot more revenue for themselves 100 but here's the other here's i would other be surprised if like anti-gambling or gambling addiction yeah. things were not like guys we gotta we gotta slow the roll they, on this, this they is will not, not be a, a fan idea. of it but here's the other here's the other issue though so if the reason they're doing that is to avoid less contact with the with the dollar bills right which makes sense yeah i Those think are, that's 
I assume they're probably trying to protect their dealers as much as of course. their and patrons. And they're filled with germs. Dollar bills are horribly full of germs. You know, the only thing that's worse are chips. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> like if, you, <laughs> if you're paying with a credit card, the dealer's still fondling the chips, giving you the chips. And then as you win or lose, they're dealing yeah, with but chips. They could theoretically like clean and the chips. And they do clean the chips. But if, if I... I know, I know, but like more th- more than the the money, like they have a tighter at least when when they yeah. are distributing the chips, they have a tighter control on the cleanliness of, of them. Once they go into of the course. players' and hands, which I guess is immediately, which is immediately. Yeah, yeah. now that I'm saying this, I don't uh, fuck who. No, that, I had not heard that. I've I've followed obviously a lot of what's going on in Vegas with the reopening, and only some casinos are open, no poker rooms are open. They're they're doing it very slowly and as as smartly as they can, but. Um, but the one thing I did see, I can't remember which casino it was. It wasn't all of them. It was only, I think it was only one casino. They, in addition to cleaning all the chips, they sprayed some sort of like antibacterial chemical that is supposed to prevent any bacteria from staying on the chips, even when it's touched. I don't know exactly how it works. I don't know if it's like a permanent thing, but, but again, that's to your point. Thing is COVID is a virus. So uh, well, maybe it wasn't antibacterial. I don't know. It was, it was something, it was something that they were being lauded for there you know obviously it came at some great expense so <laughs> oh good bravo they bravo. weren't lauded by other casinos like by the general public it was being <laughs> lauded because they they they've taken that extra measure but um but yeah no i'm watching that very closely because i'm still planning to go out there in september so i'm making sure it stays as clean as possible and the numbers are not going in the right direction for that particular state although as best to say but might the state of nevada like people go to Las Vegas, then Nevada. they take it back to their home state. So if Nevada numbers are going up, that's kind of irrelevant because that would be actual people that live there. I would assume. I mean, it could be some people that get there and get sick and never leave. God forbid, but you know what I'm saying? Just buried out in the red rocks. That's not what I meant at all, but in the rare occasion, yes, that could happen as well. Anyway. All right. We accomplished nothing today, which is good. Um, we talked about a bunch of food stuff, talked about a bunch of summer Completely stuff. Completely disagree. And uh, we got a little bit of insight into Todd's big uh, tour de force here coming up in a few weeks. So you never really confirmed this. So in the two weeks in between, are you guys, you and Anne are going back to Baltimore? Okay. Yes. And then you're heading back down south again for two more weeks. Yes. So a week at the beach, two weeks back home for you guys, and then two weeks back south. But you'll be working for part of that? Yes. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, we'll be working one of those weeks. Oh, when you're with the in-laws. I got you. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, uh, b- by the way, we'll close with this. It's going to be very difficult, this uh, fast intermittent fasting thing, when you're with Anne's mother. She will not oh, yeah. be a fan. Eat something. Here's, Here's some, some food. Here's some food. I'm like, <laughs> you guys want an apple? I can't tell you how many times she said, like, yeah. <laughs> she'll, sl- she'll, slice she'll have, like, four so diced delicious. up. Eat some of this. I cut it up. I'm like, I don't want yeah, any do. food. All right, fine. It's delicious. Know, Stop it. It's delicious. That's Please. That's what makes it so hard. It's so good. Um, but anyway, okay. Good luck with that. Well, that finally, since I knew the exercise thing was going to be a complete and utter failure, we have something new that we can keep up with every week. A weekly update is the fasting the intermittent fasting and you'll need to start keeping track of your weight as well even if it's just once a week so you can see yeah see i if will you're doing anything other than just skipping a well bit. like i said i have weight i weighed myself today and i didn't look i wrote down a number 
and the number seemed to be the same. If, if it were a pound different, I might I wouldn't have noticed sure. it because we have an analog scale. Yep. It's not like digital, so the needle was in basically the same. I didn't drop like ten pounds or gotcha. anything. No one thought you would. <clears throat> Probably because I've been pounding food <laughs> for say, eight hours of eating. Say nineteen pretzels at eleven thirty today. That's why I'm not losing anyway. Well, no shit. I got I got to I got to cram sixteen hours worth of eating into yeah. eight. Godspeed on that. Anyway. I mean, I think generally I am, like, cutting out the snacking at night is definitely helping, and then not eating breakfast is kind of here nor mm-hmm. there. It's just, it's eliminating more snacks sure. than I was I think the nighttime snacks is going to be the biggest difference, it, it, and might, might be the biggest challenge, yeah, as you said. Yeah, for sure. Because as I'm talking to you, it's almost, yeah, I think it will nine, be. It's almost 10 o'clock here, and I'm still contemplating what I'm going to have for dessert. So, <laughs> I think it runs in the family, runs deep in our blood. Anyway, all right. Yes. Uh, so we'll call it a show right there. Right. Everybody enjoy your triscuits and or saltines. Don't forget the start. When do you normally do your grocery oh, shop? Yeah. On the weekends? Uh, my wife's been doing it. I'm going to text Ann and tell right. her to get some start so, lunches. Whenever. Just... Additions to the shopping list. She'll be like, what the fuck is <laughs> star crunch? She probably will. I mean, it doesn't sound like a food because it's not really. Yeah, she'll but... say that to you and you'll answer. And you're like, oh, my God, just look at this picture. She'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember those. And then she'll buy a pack. <laughs> and fasting will be ruined. No, I don't need, I don't need to buy Star Crunch. I would like some Triscuits, though. Okay. I might I might pick those out myself tomorrow. Well, Godspeed with that. Anyway. Thank All right. You. Uh, good luck with the Triscuits. Tonight's sponsor. Thanks again to Triscuits. Everyone's favorite snack cracker uh, or whatever the hell. What are they considered? They're considered a baked cracker, right? That's accurate. I'm just call them a cracker. You know, a trisket. If you if, if you know, you know. How about that? Um, so enjoy a trisket. <laughs> if you don't know, and now, now you, you know, know. If you don't know, you know. Made, all right. Made by Nabisco. Okay. So, with that, we thank you all for listening. Do all the stuff. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, spread the word, spread the cheer. And do all that soon. Otherwise, I'm gonna see. All right. Till next time, everybody. Peace!